Three, two, one. The worst person you can attempt to be is someone else. Learn to liberate yourself from the crowd and form your own original opinions. The more people involved in a group, the less logical the group gets as you rely on each other for guidance and end up creating a hive mind. Break free and think for yourself critically and sensibly. I'm your host, Joseph Wergy, and I would like to welcome you to episode two of the Sensical Intelligence Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I would like to welcome, I would like you to follow me on social media and IG <clears throat> and Twitter under the moniker under the handle Life of Emily. Today we have a guest, a good friend of mine, Adam Monticelli. Adam, hey, yo, what's up? Would you like to tell the listeners about yourself? Uh, what's up, guys? Adam Monticelli went to St. Joe, graduated same class as Joe. Currently go to Drexel right now, fixing Chromebooks down at Pittsgrove. Living the dream. <laughs> Where can we find you on social media? Social media, Instagram, Adam Monticelli. The M is shared between that, M-O-N-A-C-E-L-L-I. And Twitter, Monticelli Adam. Yo, everybody go follow my boy. Yo, last week, <laughs> last episode, we discussed Donald Trump and Cloud Babies. This this episode, <laughs> we're under free thinking. What's your opinion on society and free thinking, Adam? Uh, I think free thinking can go, I was thinking about this a lot. It can go just as little as being at work and your boss tells you to do something and you just, you're thinking, you sit there and think, shit, I don't know how to do this. Am I going to keep going back to him and asking him like, Hey, how do I do this? How do I do this? Or am I just going to figure out what to do on my own? Cause I, that's like, that's a big example I've been experiencing in my life. So that's when I went off of that and I can see that with some people, they just don't, they constantly need to ask, like, hey, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do this. They don't even attempt to try it on their own or they just, they don't know what to do. They're just constantly asking for help. And I think it starts with that. And once you establish that balance, you know, you have that ability to, hey, maybe before I even go ask for help, I'm going to try this. And once you breach, once you breach that step, then you can move on to start thinking a lot more critically about, you know, maybe not a decision you have to make, but like just major decisions going around in the world, like especially in this area, you can start thinking for yourself about that and make decisions. I think it's just that little step can help lead to something big. Yeah. You think so? It's something that's lost in our society. I uh, I think there's I think a critical thinking is gonna it's gonna turn into a rare breed of people. I think it's just gonna slowly dwindle down and down with the people just going to read the first thing they see on social media having such a big impact today that they just they'll see the first thing they read and take that for truth yeah or worse they'll spread that to other people who will do the exact same thing and the cycle just keeps going on and on and you see it nowadays people just like to be spoon-fed information rather than actually looking up to see what what happens and and it, and it happens a lot with science articles you see you just have everyone panic like when um what was it called there was about to be a shortage they they predicted that there was gonna be a shortage in supplies everybody went to the stores and created this uh supply shortage and come to find out we could still go to the grocery store and buy stuff but when you go in there it's completely empty yeah i don't think that the grocery stores never closed once like they were all deemed essential businesses from the start 
So they were continuously working. You know the people that were working there. They definitely wanted to keep working there to support their families and stuff. So they had no intent. It's just they were. I didn't think there was ever going to be a, a real shortage of anything from the start. Yeah, and this is why I really think you just cannot tell people shit. Honestly, I cannot people trust. Like to be, <laughs> people like to be spoon fed in general. Yeah, information, actual food. It just they like the easy way out of life. Yeah. Would you consider yourself a free thinker? I'm definitely turning into. I'm definitely. I am a free thinker. Uh, when you when you think about it on the spot, like it's hard to just describe like how it is. Yeah. It's just like a way of life, almost. Like you just look at things differently. Uh, I think a big thing about it is the interact, reading people's emotions and the way they say things or do things. And you can read their emotions and how they really feel about stuff. I think that's a big thing of critical thinking. I don't know. I, I just feel like this is important. Yeah. Something I focused on. Yeah. With social media, influences everywhere. And sometimes that's a good and a bad thing because people with intelligent things to say, they can spread useful information. That's only if they have a big platform. And you see a lot of the, the biggest platforms just spewing nonsense. Fun fact, Turning Point USA follows me on Instagram. I don't know why. <laughs> they do. I, I never, like, reached out to them or anything. They just followed me one day. You probably had a funny-ass comment. That's probably why. I, no, I, I didn't. I, I don't I don't never really comment on anything. I like pictures every now and then. But I, I, just, I just thought it was funny. Yeah, I think it's stupid that celebrities have... They have the most influence... And anything they anything they say, just like the herd, I would call people sheep because most people are sheep. They just eat it up. And I feel like another thing they do is they say it in such an aggressive way, like whatever they say, and it's always followed by something like, "And this is the only way to think about it." And if you don't agree with me, then you're sexist or you're racist or. I mean, obviously, if that could be the case in most times, but I think sometimes the issue could just be over-exaggerated. Yeah, it's like, are you, you're familiar with the Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion situation, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then I read this one tweet. It's like, if you don't like Tory, if you don't think Tory Lanez shot Megan Thee Stallion, just say you hate black women and move on. I'm just thinking to myself, I'm yeah. like, where did that's, they do that at? It's definitely a big black and white. Like, there's either, they look as it as, it's either this or that when it's clearly not there's it's definitely a lot of different ways to interpret things there's always a lot of different ways to interpret things most things at least not yeah. many things in this world are just black or white one thing or another yeah it's because you different yeah you you finish your point no i, I did you go you go because <laughs> uh, i always think that the the truth is always somewhere in the middle it's never black and white like you said yeah, there's always a different. I, there's always many ways to interpret things, and the right way is always. I feel like the right way is however you want to see it. Or I wouldn't say that because then everyone would just. That's how the that's how the BS starts spewing out. Yeah. People believe that the right way is how I interpret it, right? Yeah. Oh, everyone should interpret it my way then, because it's right. And then that's how it spreads. But, they don't. They don't think about having open discussions and listening to people's points. So, and yeah, in some issues, the right way to interpret it 
might not I mean it exists but it will never be found or heard because nobody wants nobody cares or the people that do care to listen to it are so minuscule that it just outweighs the people that could care less about it and just want the same black or white issue and so they can pick a side and just relentlessly fight the other side on social media to death. Hmm. I'm gonna throw you a curveball. Do you think it's you think it was good for the CIA to reveal that um, the tape of the aliens? Uh, did, is it did, did it come out? Yeah, I like seeing something about it, but is it yeah. like completely released? Well, they released it like part of it. They said it's gonna come out soon. But do you think it's a good idea to release it to the public? Uh yeah, that's. Um, maybe it'll start making some more free thinkers. <laughs> it'll definitely start. The rest of the world is gonna start shitting bricks. Maybe we'll go through a shortage then. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they should have released it. I think they should have like kept it and just not told people. No, you know those doomsday bunkers people you see on TV shows, they're hype. They're hyper, they're hype as shit. They've been waiting for this. That TV moment, like where I put my life on the line, it's all coming down to this moment. You have the old disheveled man be like, he's been in a bunker for 30 years. That's his dignity on the line. He lived for that. (laughs) And it's finally coming in. Probably with you, some of those people live better off in the bunker than they do in their own house. Yeah, and I'm like, after you're right, then what? Like, what did it do after that? I'm like, oh, congratulations. And then they're still living in that fucking bunker. And while everyone else is dead. (laughs) Enjoy your canned uh, green beans. Corn. Hmm. A question for you. You says, um... How do you weed out the bad information on social media? Uh, I feel like that's pretty easy. I, I think a, a telltale sign is uh, when people, you can, I think it's pretty easy to see when someone doesn't know what they're talking about and you combine that with over aggressiveness of trying to prove a, or push their point that may not make sense even. Mm-hmm. Like you can, you could say a point on Twitter or something and you could tweet about it, but I, I don't know. Or to start off with, I think tweeting about it in the first place is already being pretty aggressive. But then when, you take, when you're just going to be over-aggressive in the tweet, then that's just, you, you could see it right there, that they're just trying to manipulate people to believe what they want to believe. Yeah, and there's a lot of people threatening to put hands on each other on Twitter, especially. Oh, Twitter, Twitter is just so toxic. Don't get me wrong, though. Like, people can be in the right they're pushing aggressively for something that needs to be pushed aggressively that may not have any attention to it that needs attention to it immediately and that's fine but then there's also you you like it's just something you have to like see and know you know what i mean yeah you see a tweet and it's and you see when when they have to tweet under it then like i'm muting all replies because i don't care to listen to any of it like you tweeted something extremely controversial and you're just scared that you don't want the smoke. <laughs> like if you're going to tweet something controversial, you got to be ready for it. Yeah. I remember this, this one girl at my old school, I'm not even going to say her name on here, but people that are watching are going to know who exactly I'm talking about. She posted a, I guess somebody else posted a video 
on Snapchat of her talking about the coronavirus and then blaming all the Chinese people. It's like, oh, all the Chinese people fuck us over. And it someone got it from there and they put it on Twitter and she got completely doxxed. They sent out her social security, her credit cards, and her house information. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yo, these people are crazy. All on Twitter, she had to delete everything. And even when she apologized, you just read all the tweets. You're like, nah, she's she's not sorry. What? Yeah, I'm gonna need a name drop after this. <laughs> if I did not hear anything about this. That's wild, bro. It it was it got like a hundred thousand views in one day. I remember I, I posted on Snapchat, like just the view count. I'm like, oh my god, it's booming. And then our friends told me to go take it down. I was like, I'm like, I'm gonna take it down out of out of her consideration. I, I, I think I know who you might be talking about. Like, not I don't know the situation, but from what you told, I, I someone pops into my mind. Well, well, you'll have to tell me that more than yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that that was funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have a political party of choice, like? I'll be the first one to admit that I was never really political. And mm-hmm. then, like in high school, like when Trump first got elected. Oh my God. Like, so many Trump supporters. Dude. And I, I was just riding the wave. Like I just thought like I was, all my friends were doing it. Uh, there was a picture of me in that Trump flag in like lunch, lunchroom. Like, <laughs> I, I, like I just, I just didn't know. Like I literally could care less. I didn't know. Like I was just like, where this is what I'm doing. Yeah. And then, I had a, a funny moment. My dad works for the Daily Journal. Oh. And one day he had this reporter who was over staying from Germany and he was trying to get information about like the election and Trump. And my mom has a my mom had ties with Kellyanne Conway, Trump's mm-hmm. uh, political uh, campaign advisor. Or campaign mm-hmm. manager. That's another funny story I'll have, I'll have to tell later. Um, but I don't know. It was at that moment that I started to not reevaluate, but like I just didn't really, I wasn't really political at that point. I, he, not that we talked about it, but like we had dinner with him and he just brought up a lot of interesting points, mm-hmm. like not directly to me, but like just talking about it at dinner. Because obviously that was going to be the, that's what everyone was talking about at dinner. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention. I just got like Assassin's Creed Four, or it was Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Like I, it was going in one in in one ear and out the other. But he started to make something that reached out to me, so I enjoyed that. Yeah. But going back, I'm oh, sorry. I completely got off the main point. <laughs> Good. Uh, uh, I I would say right now I definitely don't have a political party affiliation. I feel like many people political parties are such a gray area right now. There's so many Republicans that probably voted for Biden. And I bet you there's even some Democrats that wanted no part of Biden and even voted for Trump. So I feel like right now, political parties are pretty a gray area. You have your extremists and they're going to stay on their side. But for me, what are you going to say? I would say I don't have yeah for me i don't have one either like in um in high school i was kind of leaning towards more liberal 
And then like I just noticed all the corruption that they they have and they just cover it up. Mm-hmm. And act like it's not a thing. And then I just realized myself after it was a Joe Rogan podcast with Elon Musk, I think. He was I think he was talking about how how he doesn't have a party affiliation, but he thinks that people should have conservative views and liberal views. And I, I really thought about it. I was like, we do. And I think the best thing for myself would be independent. And I'm not really, and not really engage in it. At the very least, just look at an issue in a, like a political way. Look at it from both sides, like a liberal and a conservative way. And just take in both sides because that'll help you understand, you know, if you look at things from the liberal side and you maybe look at it from the conservative side at one point, it might help you understand their side better and your side better and just overall help your understanding of an issue. Yeah. Help you make a more clear choice. Yeah, because the situations are just usually in the middle. It's like, it can't be too far right and too far left because... Over the past four years, like the divide, she's gotten crazy. I, I didn't. I've never seen anything this bad before. Yeah, and I, it's always I something. Remember, what do you I say? Being in, I remember being in elementary school, and there was the Obama and Mitt Romney. Oh yeah. I remember people were getting mad that Mitt Romney was like treating the country like a business. I was like, wow. I've never seen people get this mad about people running for president before. Yeah. Little did I know, soon they come would be a total, total shit show. And... Yeah, it was it was a lot worse uh, this year because I forget. No. no, it was a lot worse during high school because you would have a black the black group of students and then the white group of students. And you know, you know what side they lead towards. Yeah, and then, mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody would say some bullshit, particularly the the uh, the uh, I would say the Republican students, and then yeah, they, th- they'd lose their shit. The black students, and it's just, and that's just like, what are you trying to prove by like just talking about your politics in the middle of like high school? Like, you're just like, trying to incite something. You're trying like, to start something. Exactly. Like, I'm trying to eat Why my lunch. <laughs> my pizza, my pizza sticks. Like I'm trying my pizza sticks right now, and oh, you coming oh. over here with that? Like, get out of here. I was a fat ass then. I had two orders of pizza sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Best believe they were good though. Uh, what's it like? Have to... No, what are you gonna say? Might have to stop back for a luncheon. To a luncheon. Oh. <laughs> Run through like Billy Madison. <laughs> what's it? What's it like not being involved in a political party compared to the people around you? Uh, it was definitely fun when I registered independent. I didn't really think much about it. I don't really think much about it now. I feel like I'm surrounded by a lot of uh people that don't really have much of a political affiliation. I mean, except. My girlfriend. I'm not gonna. Yeah, she's definitely. Yeah. <laughs> she's definitely on the left. I'm gonna have she's her. On the left side. I'm gonna have her on here and just let her like, 
just say whatever she wants pretty much have a political rant be like, yeah hey, how, how how much can you say about trump in 10 minutes Go. <laughs> stop watching this she, she, i want more time and bro either either nobody would look at it or there'd be so many negative comments Yeah. It would it would be amazing. Everyone watch it. Yeah. Just in case Gianna watch it. Just in case she sees this episode for some crazy reason because I'm in. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna put you on there. I'm gotta, definitely gonna put you just in case she sees this could be Gianna. <laughs> Was it um I, thought, I lost my train of thought. Uh yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, I was talking about the political parties. Um yeah, what's it like not affiliating with one? Yeah. Uh it was really not too bad, honestly. I, I really thought I was gonna get more pushback from my siblings because they're all they're mostly they lean left because they really don't dive into politics like that. Only yeah. around like only around the election. I'll say somebody uh that I knew. I, when I said that I haven't been, sur- I, I'm not surrounded by people that aren't really politically affiliated. I guess it's because I haven't been around them recently. I've kind of just been at home, just going to work. I don't talk. My boss, he look, he's on Reddit. He is <laughs> hardcore anti-Trump. Like, I, I, when I go in there to ask him a question, he sits on the Reddit page. He just goes from thread to thread. Keyboard warrior typing away. Oh he is out there fighting the fights on Reddit. He's fighting a good fight. Mad man. I was <laughs> not stepping foot on any Reddit thread. Never, because uh, it doesn't end. Because the Trump supporters, really, they really go hard for this man. Uh, I do somebody from college. Uh, he would always have a political opinion. And it was always more conservative. And it was, they'd usually be pretty... Out, outwardly like the dumbest things I've ever heard in my life. It'd probably be the craziest shit you ever heard. It it he just it's definitely an example of not critical thinking and not like not person, thinking. Not thinking at all. Uh my favorite example was that was I saw a tweet and it was it was a picture of one of the rioters or at the Capitol building. It was a tattoo he had on his hand. <laughs> and the Trump someone conservative was like, it's a a hammer and sickle. This guy is Antifa. He's a communist. But it was really just an emblem from a game, Dishonored 2. And the game developer had the quote tweeted and was like, I can assure you, it is not that. <laughs> See, I, I thought that was so funny. And they just... always have the, they have the post made up and everything with the picture and they have the caption that's like, this is not a Trump supporter. This man is Antifa. This logo is actually like they have all their well. Mm-hmm. I will say this: the the right does have some pretty good uh, graphic editors. Oh yeah, they're they're quick with those little pictures that are pointing out some someone's a uh, really uh, blood worshipping demon hunter or some kind of pedophile ring. They have those info infographics quick. They spit those out, like the one I saw of that tweet. Like that mm-hmm. was like an hour after. Like it was quick. They, oh they was, how do they get these pictures and spit these uh, images out? It's funny. 
it's pretty bad in the in the YouTube comment section. It's oh my goodness. It's so bad. I'm like I would I would never even want to look at the YouTube comment <laughs> section for any relevant information whatsoever. It is both sides attacking each other. I'm just sitting there just laughing. Cause because I know the people from from Trump's side, they come in with some some heat with some mean yeah. burns. Uh-huh. They, uh, the most out of pocket shit ever. The YouTube comment section. There was a video on TikTok of a kid from Hamilton who was on the Ocean City boardwalk. Mm-hmm. And he had a massive Trump flag. It was like 20 feet tall. It was like a normal sized flag, but he had a 20 foot pole for it. And he was walking around the boardwalk. He's 13 years old. He got into an argument with a girl our age, like 19. Oh my God. And And she's like, you know that's that's offensive. What's going on? And this kid's just like, "Go Trump!" Like he he's ignored everything she's saying. I I find stuff like that funny. Like as much as I do, I don't like Trump. I will say that it, stuff like that makes me laugh still. Like this yeah. kid, just like this little thirteen year old kid just waving the flag around. <laughs> oh, it gets better. This girl just smacks him across the face, like, like lines up, smacks him on the boardwalk, and and this kid's still like. He eats it up and he's just still waving the flag around, walking around. Oh, oh no, cops, like they like apprehended her and like they brought her in. And they, they were <laughs> they almost arrested her. I'm surprised they didn't. You see, that? inside source at the time told me she was she was very close to being arrested. Oh my god, she should have got arrested. I mean, yeah, if, if he likes Trump, he likes Trump. I don't know what you can do about it. You just you yeah. just go your own way. That just goes to people, show you what do you say. People like that is the more you give, you're just feeding it. The best thing to do is to just ignore it, and it'll go away. Just go away. They crave, they want the attention. They live for that. The whole, it, they were surrounded. There was like thirty kids surrounding them on the boardwalk. You know that kid was in his, he was living that moment out. Exactly. He was he was living to piss you off at that moment. And you just you got caught lacking. What do you, how do you feel about TikTok? TikTok? I deleted mm-hmm. TikTok. I don't even oh. have it. Uh yeah, I I was on it for like two days and I looked at it, I was like, what the hell is this? Like nobody's funny. There's like there's like two. There's only two people yeah, on there. There's a good if there's a good enough TikTok, I'll see it on Instagram on a yeah. page. You just have people wave waving their arms around to do weak ass dances like like this the whole time or the corvette corvette shit no the whole juju situation that's funny he got cracked <clears throat> there's a lady I, I used to work with who has tiktok and she's like 35 like grown woman and she's doing these dances and singing and stuff <laughs> that's that's a prime example of a tiktok degeneracy TikTok has a lot of degeneracy. Yeah, I I just can't stand it because a lot of the people that are getting big on TikTok, you can see them they they're switching over to Instagram, and you realize that. Instagram and Twitter. And then you look at their content; it's not good content. Um, TikTok is so bad it almost got shut down. I was but I was praying for it, it to get shut down. Could have been the best. It could have been a a lasting impact in Trump's legacy. It could have prevented 
this final impeachment that just happened. Yeah, the TikTok cancellation went through. Would went through. It could have. It could have even maybe saved his legacy. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a TikTok ban. Yeah, they should have. They should have banned it. I was. I was praying for it too. I remember I posted it on my story. Like five people on added me quick from Snapchat. It was so over mad. A, over a TikTok ban. I said, I was like, oh, bro, I'm praying people for people to just stop no, dancing I, and waving I, I arms around. Some, I, I know somebody who definitely got mad at you that we know. She's got like 300,000 followers. What did, she, what did she get mad at me for? I don't remember what I did. Huh? I said, what did I do? Oh, uh, no. When you tweeted out, when you Snapchatted out that a TikTok should be banned. Oh, they should shut it down. Yeah, they should. Oh my god! Oh, and that's a that's another thing too. That there's people on tick, there's girls on TikTok that appeal to just like men, just men, to like like that are just like horny as hell and down bad. Imagine being so horny, just down bad. You choose to beat your shit on TikTok instead on, of like going on the hub or something. Exactly. There's just sitting here. There's like a 60% chance she seven no eighty percent chance she's underage. Underage. And you're, and you're beating your shit on TikTok. Oh my god, the pedophiles are having a field day. They TikTok is probably like the best thing that ever happened for them. <laughs> They're going crazy. I bet you I I guarantee lotion is flying off the shelves. Terrible. Oh. Lotion is definitely flying off the shelves. And, uh, well, yeah, three hundred thousand followers. I think she's a, a good example of it. Wait, how she had like ten k in, in high school, right? And yeah, she's she's got a lot. And... Oh my god, I I was I would see like the behind the scenes in making the TikTok. They bought out they brought out so much makeup. I was like, it cannot be that serious. Stupid selfie. You ever see those selfie mirrors? They're selfie lamps. It's like yeah. a circle. And that just perfectly goes for around your face for the light. For the I see it. A teacher at, a, at a, one of the middle schools has it for her Zoom. Her, where she Zoom? teaches. So she looks perfect in the camera. She's got the lighting and everything. She's got a mini studio in her classroom to teach second graders. Oh my God! They're doing the most. The second uh, who, graders. Who, who, who are you trying to look good for? Like you hoping a sing, a single dad's coming on real quick to look in the camera? I guarantee you, one of the one of the one of the single dads are popping up at the the teacher conferences, and he's gonna try to lay that wood. Single mom showing up to the pop Warner football games. Yeah, yeah. The short shorts and the crop top. And cross tops, I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, you gonna let my son play? <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> you let my son play. Here, like she's stretching it out a little bit. She's like, letting the mm. she's letting the shirt hang low. She's uh That was a funny post I yo, you know who uh posted that? It was that was an Instagram post. Do you follow Coach Quigley on Instagram? No. Wait. What's the name? Wait, did he wait, where did he coach at? St. Joe. He was was the assistant coach at Tony Quigley. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I follow Tony. 
major shout out to him. He's got Rit- the funniest post. The every funniest day post on his story. ever. Oh my god. God. I love that man's story. I I'm live just, for it. Yeah, I live for it. I'm just mad no one no one um really follows him like that. That shit is, is you funny. You need to as get hell. him on here. You need to get him for an episode if you can. If you yeah, if you fuck with him like that, you need to get him on the Bro, I talk to him like every day. You need to, yeah, you need to get him on a sports episode. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna get him on a on a sports episode. No, a uh, question for you. Yeah. Uh, James Harden to the Nets thoughts on the wild, crazy blockbuster deal. I'm just the. I really do think the Nets they took an L here. I Cause, think because they shipped off half their team and like Jared Allen. Jared Allen was he was playing better than he was so DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan's just here to rebound. Just rebounding. I mean, he, he can't do anything. I mean, he's going to get you a lot of rebounds. He's going to yeah. average like 2 and 10. Two he, and ten. he could legitimately average 2 and 10 on the season. Yeah. That seems like legitimate. But he needs some up and some blocks. He'll get you some blocks too. Uh, do you see it working? Like James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, just go, just dribbling the whole time. Bro, James Harden is. He's built like me right now. He's, <laughs> he's built like me. He's husky. He's, I bet his. I bet his titties him. clap when he he runs down the court. Oh my gosh! The, the, did you see the video of him recorded today? It's like James Harden definitely had a pre-game meal. <laughs> yeah, I was sitting here. I was like, oh my goodness! And then the guy in the background was like telling him to stop. <laughs> definitely put on some pounds. He's a husky boy. Maybe he'll lose some weight over there, dude. Katie's skinny as hell. He'll, uh, he'll get him. He'll get him on some weight loss. Yeah, he'll get him on some protein shakes. Some, uh, some New York strip clubs. <laughs> I I said that the deciding factor of James Harden not coming to Philly was the closing of Club Onyx. Club, definitely. Club Onyx closing was like, the main nah. reason that James Harden did not sign with the Sixers. Bro, the strip clubs, I know the strip clubs in New York, they're going crazy right now. They're like, they're they're getting rid of dancers, dude. They're going through like top knot. They're ready to put all money in. Oh, yeah. They're going to get the best dancers and make sure he comes there. There's a strip club right near uh, Chalak High School. It's like 10 minutes away. I drive by it every day from work. And I and I always I always go by there at around four o'clock, right when it opens up. And I swear every day there's always a dumpy little Chevy Trailblazer, and it drops off this girl who's got like short short jeans on. She got like Jordans, and she's got like a knapsack on, and I know it's got her little outfit in it. And she's <laughs> just walking in, and she looks so sad. <laughs> And it's like some old dude. It's like some old dude dropping her off. Oh, he just looks sad. He does. He looks sad in the car. Oh, I man. always use their parking lot to go around the red light though, because I don't feel like waiting. It's a very, man's, it's a very long wait. Man's down bad. Yeah. <clears throat> huh. I forget the name of it. Oh, how do you feel about the SJWs on Twitter? Social justice for uh. Yes, that's that's like the toxicity of Twitter. Like it, that's the root of it all. People just going out and attacking you for anything that they for could anything, anything they could possibly find. 
I was low key trying to get attacked. I um, I looked. No. Nah. Waiting for it. I was just waiting for it. So they could, so you could just start going right back at him. Yeah, just <laughs> just catching fish, or or a tweet just goes viral. Oh yeah, they they have something to say about it. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, there was uh, a tweet that I saw, and it was like talking about hating dodgeball, and someone was like, "How could you hate dodgeball?" And they were like, "Because when you're when you're small." And you can't move as fast, and you have glasses, which makes you a prime target for bullies. Yes, hating dodgeball is real. And the guy replied, "Have you ever tried dodging?" <laughs> he had a picture of like it's like the like zoomed in mouth of a I think it was Vegeta. I I can't from a Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Like just the picture of it was so funny. I I'll, I'll have to find it and send it to you. But I was hysterical laughing. Oh my god! I, um, call my friend. He sent one in like our senior group chat, and it was just a duck stepping on, a duck stepping on a bird. He's like, "It's quack around here, nigga." He said, "Fuck his cuckoo shit." Wait, what? <laughs> it's like, cause it was, it was just, it was a duck stepping on a bird, and then he said, "It's quack around here." Say fuck is that cuckoo shit? Oh, oh I was so good. I thought you were it's talking like, about. Like, I thought you were talking about like two people like actually said that. Oh no! <laughs> I was thinking myself. That's that'd be a pretty funny scenario. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I'm not gonna lie. Twitter is fun, but y'all, I'll miss, I'll miss Trump memes. This is kind of funny. Which, which one's that? What does it say? Oh, it's like, what? It's like what you say, Big T, and it's like Trump's face, uh, photoshopped over the Scarface with all the crack on his mouth. He's like, give him another two bands. <laughs> uh, Twitter—they're really good for memes. That's yeah, where Twitter is prime. I'm just mad I'm not on it all the time because of how. Of how invested I get into some of the beef, like I just look at the comments. The comments are always oh, heat. It's always heat. You know, my favorite is like somebody having a well typed out rate, uh, reply, and they're going all, like all in, and they have like facts and everything. And someone's just like LOL ratio, and everyone just ignores the first tweet. <laughs> and, like the ratio gets like two thousand likes, like, twenty retweets, like just off one word. Like I see why people get so pissed off now. Cause nobody really cares what they say. They just nobody looking. Nobody cares. They just looking for the funniest comment. LOL ratio. Yeah. Uh, I think I think uh, I think we can wrap it up here. But the moral of the story is: think critically and be sensible. Think I would love to see. Be sensible. Mm-hmm. And stay off Twitter. Stay off Limit Twitter. yourself to an hour a day. Don't take in too much on Twitter. Even though it is, it is the best social media. It definitely is. <clears throat> for, sure, for sure. I would love to see people think critically, but I have to accept that most of the people are sheep, and I'm fine with that. I'm your host, Joseph Wargy, and I'd like to thank you 
for tuning in to the Sensible Intelligence Podcast. Stay sensible, my friends. I'm out. Peace out, guys.